What's up, guys? Welcome back to the OGT podcast, man. We got my boy Hud here. Our guest, Dalton. Dalton, whose time are you on? Yeah, I'm on God's time, man. Yes, yes, sir. You're on God's boy. time. Uh, what we wanted to start doing is every time we have a guest on here, we want to start with this question. Um, what is something someone has told you or you have heard that has changed your life? I was told, and it's funny, it was some, nobody actually told me it, uh, nobody ever actually said it to me aloud, but it was in the bathroom of my old church, it was hung up on the wall, one of those stupid wall arts, and it said, uh, it said, the will of God will never take you where the hand of God cannot protect you, Ooh. and Ooh. that has stuck with me my whole life. <laughs> nah, bro, stop. I love that so much, man, because when you're in God's will, it doesn't matter what happens, like, you can't fail. Me and, me and Dalton were talking about 30 minutes earlier about how, just like, when you're pointed in his direction, you really can't get off that. And when you start going through things, you just already know that it's it's right back on track. Yeah, it's mm. funny how, like, whenever your plan and his plan coincide, you're at the best point that you've ever been in your life, and mm. you stay that way. That's how you ride the wave of happiness right there. Mm. I like that. It's got to be a quote. I like that. So I like that. But we want to get into about Dalton, man. Uh, we want to hear about you, every detail of your life from birth now. <laughs> um, every little second. Every well, second. I mean, I come from a pretty humble beginning. I, I really didn't come from much. Uh, my my mom and my dad they were on drugs for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, they're about they're about I think eight nine years clean now. They're doing good. It's awesome. Um, but when I was a kid, I, they frequently chose drugs and other substances over mm-hmm. me and my sister. Um, I was in the system three times growing up, and uh, even after they got clean, it didn't stop there. I still come from a broken home. I remember, um, I I remember one day where um, my my dad just beat my mom unrecognizable right in front of me and my sister, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember being asleep, and you know, I mean, when you're asleep, you know, that's like you feel safe. You know, that's the place where you're comfortable. I'm being woken up with by getting a, a bag of rocks. I don't even know what we had this bag of rocks. It was in a purple crown royal bag that my dad had bejeweled. With I don't even know how we got that stuff. But he, my, my mom was trying to throw it at him, but she missed and woke me up in my sleep. It was like what the almost broke my leg. It like sprained my leg. It was bad. It's awful. Um. And I I I went. I mean, I went to church as a kid. I never really thought about it much. I, uh, I mean, I just kind of went because I felt obligated. I felt like I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some old, there was an old couple down the road. And they came and picked me and my sister up because they wanted us to go to church, and we went because you know we didn't want to disappoint them. Um, we had a, we had fun and moved around a lot. And uh, at 18 years old, um, me and my family got into it. I'm 18 now, but when I first turned 18, my family got really got into it really bad, and they kicked me out, and um, I didn't have anywhere to go. I, I literally didn't have anywhere to go. I was sleeping in my car um, in where I worked parking lot for days. And eventually my best friend took me in, let me stay with him for a month. And uh, I got my apartment. And But none, none of the good things happened until I sat down and um, he invited me to Highways. How is it with your soul? Mm-hmm. A group run by Michael Robinson uh, I didn't want to go at first. I was really reluctant. Uh, I just I wanted to just find a way to do it myself. I've always been, uh, I will figure this out. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. But difference between living and surviving, and I was surviving and I, I was ready to live. It's always like saying existing. You're not yeah. living. Yeah. yeah. And 
I, that's all I was doing. I was just existing. I, I was just going through the motions. You know, I'd, I'd wake up in my car and I'd walk into work and I'd get off work and I'd just go and I'd sit in my car and eat a can of cold SpaghettiOs and then go to bed and wake up, rinse and repeat. Right. Till I went to highways and then I started realizing I can give this to God. Mm, I, I can, love that. I can take this. I can give it to God. I can take every single one of these problems I'm having. I can just give it to God. And that's what I did. Every single one of them. Um, and then I noticed some good things started happening. Uh, I met I met a man named Andy Sherrill. And that man, out of the kindness of his heart, he did not know me. Is that Christian's dad? Yes, it is. It's Christian's He's dad. He's awesome. I met him the other day. He's awesome. He did not know me. It's just some random teenager on the side of the mm -hmm. road. He set up his camper, and he let me live in that for free. It's amazing. And he talked to a woman that he knew and found me an apartment for $250 a month. All utilities paid. That is awesome. That is a blessing from God. Yeah. And then my car broke down and like I, it was, I was kind of heartbroken on that. It was unfixable. And you know, that was, that was literally my home for a while. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that was, it was like, it was more than parting with a car. I was parting with a place that kept me safe. And uh, I remember I was, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And, uh, I, I, I used to work two jobs. I would work at my grocery store and then I work at the our local library. Um, I called the library because that's supposed to be that day. And I was like, hey, my car just broke down. I have no way to go anywhere anymore. I don't know when I'm going to be able to come in again. I'm sorry. Um, and she just said, give me a minute. And she called her fiance, who happened to be a car salesman. And, and there was a car that was marked for 7K. And mm. the dealership sold it to me for 4K. Oh, my gosh, man. That's and, amazing. Yeah. I'm just none of the good things happened until I decided that God could take this and God could run this. You know, what's like, it's like when there were, there were two, there were two footprints on a path and suddenly there became one cause he was carrying me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the way I liked it. I just rode that, let that, I, I, I was careful. I didn't want to let myself get too comfortable. Right. But that's the way I liked it. I liked, I like going somewhere with him in the front and, Finally, like I had some answers to some questions that I had for forever, and mm -hmm. since then, me and my mom, we we're on better terms now. We we talk more. We I go over there occasionally, and uh, me and my family we're getting closer again. Mm -hmm. And you know, wounds are healing that have been there for forever, and that didn't that doesn't that does not happen without God's power. No. Well, man, we like to say love can solve a lot of problems, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Uh, my mom has always told me it doesn't matter how old you are you no matter how young you are you can influence older people so to hear that god has worked in your life and you went and, like impacted your mom's life and that y'all are doing better because of god's power that's amazing man that's yeah big. It, it yeah it doesn't matter i was telling you about this last night it doesn't it doesn't matter what you've been through mm -hmm. who who you were when you were younger if you had some amazing life some amazing childhood what matters is that you at one point were younger and you are where you are now. And that would have only happened with God's power. Right. That's, that's pain and a passion, man. Me and Caleb are so big on that. Mm -hmm. That's probably my biggest life motto is using the hurt and everything that I've gone through in my life and saying, you know what? I'm flipping this for you, God. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, this is not about me anymore. This is all about you. And everything that's in uh, Thessalonians, there's the jars of clay. My, my biggest story is the more broken you are, the more God can fill in those spots and shine through you. Mm -hmm. 
So all those pieces that I thought were just shattered beyond repair were just covered in him. And that took over my life to where it made me go, man, this isn't about me. And I'm using my hurt for his glory. Yeah. Uh, I like to... I like to try to place my feet in the shoes of Timothy. You know, he was a he was a young preacher. He was he was a kid compared to all the other of the, all these other Pharisees in the game that had been there for forever. They knew the law back to front. They they knew what they were doing, but Timothy was new to the game, and nobody really wanted to listen to him. Right. But Paul, the greatest evangelist to have ever lived, heard him out and became friends with him. Wrote mm-hmm. him letters. Two of them we have on record mm-hmm. for forever and that's i like to try to place my feet in the shoes of him like i'm young mm-hmm. i don't really have as big of an audience as he did but the people i encounter every day how would timothy respond to them mm-hmm. what would paul say to timothy to tell them and I, I like to try to imagine like how would that impact them if i were to if i were to give this to god mm-hmm. Where would this go? Right. Nothing Nothing done for God is small. You know, we talked about this so many times with, uh, who was it that came and prayed with Paul when his eyes were glazed over with the... It was just like a... It was like a random nice, dude. Nice. Oh. Nice. Oh. It, was no, it was a nice. And a nice job was to go pray with Saul. God said, was it? you know, this, this murderer is about to give his life over to me. I need you to go pray with him. He's like okay mm-hmm. he goes and prays with him we don't hear much about Anais again but when Anais prayed for him that's when Saul reevaluated his life became Paul right if he never did that no yeah all these people wouldn't have been reached. exactly that small thing led mm-hmm. to millions exactly it's, I mean the Bible says early on one of the first things it says I believe is in it's either in Genesis or Exodus faith decides of, of a mustard seed can move mountains exactly mm-hmm. and that, and it, it doesn't take much to have faith the size of a If you've seen a mustard seed, they're like they're tiny. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much. And that can move a mountain. And I, I you know, I, I believe in literal interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like that, I, I truthfully believe God meant with that little faith, if he willed you to do it, you could physically move a mountain. And that's, that is, that's God right there. That's, that can't be anything other than God. That is, that's his power. That's his divine purpose. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I was younger... There's a there's a series called like the Bible. I think it's just called the Bible. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. It's just like it's kind of like the chosen accepted. It's literally just like a mini series of the whole Bible, and they got to the Book of Acts. And I remember I was watching with my mom and my stepdad, and I think it was Peter went up to. It was like right after they received the Holy Spirit, right after Jesus went up, and I remember Peter went up to a dude. I can't remember, and he was like couldn't walk don't you remember i think he said get up and walk and dude got up and i freaked out I freaked out so much because i was like nine and i was like josh that's my stepdad's name I was like, josh josh look at look at this and he was like yeah and i was like well how did you do that and he said well you could do it too he said they're not super christians like, right. they have the holy spirit and he, and he was like telling me he was like god has gifted you with that ability too they just had better faith than we do and like, dude, I think about that all the time. Like, I'm reading a book right now called Crazy Faith by Michael Todd. And uh, he's talking about the difference between lazy faith and active faith. And he was talking about how like, like you have the power to do like these things. And it's crazy, but it is crazy. That's why it's called Crazy Faith. <laughs> but, it's only crazy until it happens. Yep. It's only crazy till it happens. Ooh. That's a quote. That's Michael Todd right there. Somebody write that down. 
Okay. <laughs> well, it's, in the book. it's in the book. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. No, Y'all keep cool. talking. No, it's if, cool. But I wanted to ask you, Dalton, um, if you could give somebody a piece of advice, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Just with everything you've been through. Maybe someone that's gone through something similar. I mean, it could be a spiritual uh, level. It could just be... Yeah, I've kind of told you about it earlier. Stay inquisitive. Like, there's so many... What a word. There, there's so many, like... So many problems and questions that can be asked. And don't take somebody else's answer for it. Right. Find your own. Find your truth. Like, mm -hmm. and that... Put God at the helm of that compass and ask that question. And he will find a way to give you the answer. And every... Like, I, I, I struggle a lot with words specifically due to a, a certain condition i have with my brain and i'd love to ask questions I'd, i love to find out why if you hear me and michael robinson go at it we will talk and talk and talk and talk back and forth we'll get passionate we'll start yelling we're not yelling at each other we're just yelling and it it's like i just love to ask the question why mm -hmm. find out why and sometimes the answer to that question god given is because i said so mm -hmm. and yeah. that but you know, at least I asked why I found out the answer. That that'd be the advice I could give. Always find your answer. Mm -hmm. Because just because somebody else tells you the way something is, last I checked, Caleb here isn't God. Hmm. So if that's if he tells Dang. me the way something is, how do I know that that's the way something is? Right. And, and you know, it gets you a lot of hate, especially in like the society we live in today. Like people people want to be told what everything is. People want to be told the answers to everything. Find your own. Put in the work. Put the research. I mean, I used to, that used to be my downfall too when I was younger because I would, I spent hours upon hours upon hours researching the dumbest things ever. I know so many random facts about animals. I think he walked in when I, like, about me yeah. talking about dinosaurs. Like, just completely <laughs> randomly, how we know almost nothing about the stegosaurus. There is no reason for me to know that other than, like, little kid me was so focused on wanting to know why. Yeah. And it's I have no business knowing. That. Yeah, you're like I have no. <laughs> yeah, you're like I have no business knowing. That. It's, it makes no sense. But uh, like, but you know, ask the question, find the answer. You know, Lord willing, put him at that. Put him as the north star on your compass, and he'll give you an answer to any question you whether, ask, whether you like it or don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, whether it's the answer you wanted, it's the answer you needed. Man, when in your life did you realize you're running? You know, I feel like. I can just say that and you understand what I'm saying. Like running it, running, saying, God, I don't want this. I don't want this. And then it just clicked. My Jonah moment. I, I probably realized it the day my parents kicked me out. Cause like, I was like, I'd have nothing. Mm -hmm. I have literally nothing anymore. I have the clothes on my back and the keys to my car. And that, that is it. And like, what am I going to, what am I going to do from that? What am I going to learn from that? Like, and I just, I just drove. I literally just drove. Like, I just went, I pitched a tent that night, and I slept in a park, mm. and it was cold, mm -hmm. and I knew it was cold, and I totally could have went back to my car, and I could have turned on the heat, and I could have sat in there, but I told myself I deserved this cold, I deserved to feel this, mm -hmm. and eventually I got out, and it was completely cloudless, and I just laid on the ground and looked up at the sky, and just asked why God. And I felt like I was giving, given this answer. And I talked about it with Jake one time and it was, you need to have faith like a child. Because mm -hmm. like, if you don't have faith like a child, you will not enter my kingdom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, he says that. And it's like, because, you know, a, a little kid will ask like, daddy, why? 
but the point is like still addressed him as the father mm -hmm. he understood that like just because you ask why doesn't mean that you're asking doesn't mean that you're refuting doesn't mean you're saying yeah. no it means you're asking for clarification and one of the and you know as a kid the answer you probably received the most is because i said so because i'm your father because of this i hated it so much too but guess mm -hmm. what you're where you are now because of it. You're right. No, you're right about that. <laughs> you're right about that. It's terrible. It sucks. But, I mean, it's the way. And, you know, that's since then I've made reparations with my family just by realizing that, like, can't live life running from God. Because mm -hmm. then he's going to put you in the belly of a whale. And he's going to make you think about it. He's going to put you in a three-day timeout in a place you don't want to be. And you're going to think about it. I've never openly said this to anyone. You know what? Every time I get around Dalton, I start saying things <laughs> that I've never said out loud, like we talked about last night. Um, I went to Arkansas State thinking that I was going to be able to play basketball. I've never told this to anyone. I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. I felt God leading me to Williams Baptist when I was in a senior in high school. Like I felt him say, like, hey, Caleb, I want you to go here. And I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> and then... He was like, yes. And I was like, no. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I just don't really want to. And I just, I saw all these, like, I was literally running from God. Like, what he, like, I literally felt like, hey, this is where I want you to go. And so I went to Arkansas State, and I was like, I'm going to walk on. I'm going to play basketball. And I haven't even posted anything about basketball on social media in, like, six months because I haven't had anything to post. And that was the hardest thing in the world for me, but it all happened because I literally like felt like confirmation, Caleb, go to Williams Baptist. And I was like, no. And then he was like, okay, I'm still going to be with you, but it's not going to be how you want it to be. Mm. And so I am, if, if you don't know, I'm transferring to Williams Baptist at the semester. Uh, I'm going there to play basketball and hopefully maybe run track but that's not the point of this story i have never on social media openly said hey i didn't get my opportunity and i suffered because of it um so yeah everybody knows that now gosh i can stop feeling weird about it but it all happened because it was like hey caleb go here and i literally love everyone at williams baptist like every friend that i've made i literally ridiculously love them and I should have just went there in the first place. Why didn't I just go there in the first place? God was like, Caleb, look at all this I have for you. And it was like, no. And he was like, dude, what? And I don't know. Arrogance, pride, I don't know what it is. Man, I've been in the same boat, dude, so many times. And like, even going to Oxford, I realized like, I was, I, I felt stuck. I mm -hmm. felt just spinning. I was like, man, I know God, I'm with you. You're with me. What's the deal? Why do I feel like I'm not moving anywhere? In my yes. Life? Oh my gosh. And that's that's hard, dude. Keep going. Yes. But uh, at the moral of the story is I'm not exactly where he wants me to be. Like mm -hmm. you just said, I, he said, Hudson, I'm pushing you this direction, and I'm still I'm still fighting it a little bit. Right. But I'm coming to terms with some of the stuff. But it's just, he, it's there's no sin without consequence. We we're talking mm -hmm. about earlier, and you're gonna feel that until you fully give it over. Dude. But the best engines have a, a couple thousand miles on them, so you know right. you gotta you gotta you gotta go the route. You gotta right. find the way. And I'm I'm in the exact same boat as him, mm. literally the exact same boat. Uh, when I was, I, I I am transferring colleges to University of Central Arkansas to go music education. Yeah, to become a music education major. Mm -hmm. 
whenever I was homeless, I thought I couldn't do that anymore. And mm-hmm. even though like God was like, you know, you could do this, you, you'd have a house, you'd have everything that you need. You'd, you'd be learning what you love. You'd be, you'd be following what I want you to do. But I was like, but it's all too far away now. Yes, I bro. I can't do it. <laughs> yes. And then, like, so many things happened. And finally, like, when my life looked up a little bit, God was like, okay, here's your here's your round two. Here's your chance to. Dr. Stephen Plate at University of Central Arkansas, he's the chair of the music department, fought for me to get my scholarships that they offered me last fall and keep them for the spring and i get to keep every single one that's, awesome. that's a blessing well, you know man. what man you can't do it god can. yeah i know mm-hmm. you can't man no matter how much you try to fight it you put up this and that you're not gonna be able to do it the only thing you can do or the thing is it won't be pleasant you're gonna build a metaphorical golden calf and worship it at the bottom of mount sinai mm. we all just I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe you just said that. But you know what? That's why I love this podcast. Because hopefully someone's going to listen and they're going to be like, oh my gosh. He just said that. You know, I just honestly, I just openly admitted my biggest insecurity I've ever had on this. Really? It's crazy. My, my identity has always been in basketball. It has. Ever since I was in high school. You're good. And we talked about that last night. You go yeah. to someone, hey, who's Caleb Anderson? Oh, he's, he's a good basketball player. And it's like, nah, dude, I'm not. Nah. I love basketball. When I talk about my dreams towards basketball, I have a dream to play professional basketball. I'm going to Williams Baptist to hopefully go towards that. Uh, I believe God has laid that on my heart, and I'm going to have four years of eligibility, so I don't care. And I'm going to go there, and I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to you know, do the best with what God's given me. That's the that's the dream right now. There's so many other stuff, but I can't believe I just admitted that. I can't believe no, I just that's said cool, that. That's cool, bro. We got hey, you lie to your friends, I lie to mine. We keep it real right here. <laughs> yeah, we keep it real right here. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, Dalton, it's been awesome having you on, dude. Your story's your story's powerful, and uh, it's gonna impact people on here. It's gonna impact impact people you meet because I can just tell that you're carrying it, man. You're carrying that cross daily. I want to say because of what you said, Rick Warren said your greatest ministry will likely come from your deepest pain. Yeah, and that's that's just true. Like I've never felt this is so strange that. That this was the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me. I, I claim it to this day. I don't think anything more strange will ever happen. I was laying in my car one night. I was in Harps parking lot. I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't. But strangely, I felt at peace. I felt like I, I felt like there was something there, something powerful that I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna wake up harmed. Uh, I wasn't gonna be harmed in the next week, in the next month, in the next year. Nothing bad was gonna happen to me. I was under some type of grace. I was just at peace at the lowest point in my life. And I, I, that's... that's Dude, where suffering flows into my life. Where suffering flows into your life, just as it did mine. My comfort will overrun through cup, man. I can't tell you how many times I've... He, he loves that, that verse. Isn't it crazy how... Um, one of my favorite quotes is, the closest you'll ever be to the Lord is when you don't have anything but Him. Dude. Yeah. And it's crazy to me how at some of the moments in my life, where I've had everything that I thought I wanted, whether it's relationally, uh, achieve, achievably, whatever, awards, <laughs> I guess you'd say, trophies. At some of the moments in my life where I've had everything that I thought I wanted, I felt the most empty. Mm. And in the moments where I felt like I don't have like what I want, and I'm like, God, what in the world? And then, peace. 
and hope and clarity and love and joy and peace. Else. This world will never fulfill you, man. And you learn what your strongest support is when you have nothing else. And you learn what your strongest earthly support is when you have nothing else, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you learn... Like, they, they always say, like, you all, you, you'll learn after high school, like, who your real friends are and everything, but, like, you learn who is truly gonna be there, and, like, for me, that was Jake Painter, you know, yeah. like, he pushed, like, he was like, you need to come here, you need to come do this, he, like, he's been, he, that's been my boy for years, that mm-hmm. is, that is my guy right there, and, like, that's, you learn, and God strengthens those bonds, and now, like, me and Jake don't see eye to eye on everything, we, we really don't, yeah. he, like, politically, like systematically we don't mm-hmm. but that hasn't that hasn't stopped anything that is that is my man right there and like yeah. that's like i will come to his aid at you know the first call you don't <laughs> i already know what you're gonna i already know what you're gonna say but i'm going off different from that now because i know we're on the same wavelength here but uh oh i lost it <laughs> no but you don't have to see eye to eye with everybody yeah um especially the real ones are going to be those christian ones yeah that are right. actually in, so in the much. word dude i mean these worldly things come and go but like if you're rooted in something that truly matters then they're gonna stay there and the common ground to keep any amazing bond is god and sure. that, that's, that's the yes. only common ground you need you, I, you don't have to have anything else in common other than like no. we both love the lord and i whenever i first had the the idea for this first started when i was in a broken place and he was in a broken place and we got together and we were like, what if we can impact people with what we've been through? And it all started from a friendship that was built in Christ. Our friendship has always been built in Christ ever since like fifth grade. Like, yeah, even, yes, even though we've played football together, we've uh, played baseball together, and we played all these sports, Hudson and I, like, if I would ever, like, say, like, if I'm going to talk about God to somebody who am I gonna call, I would call Hudson. And I'd say that's why Hudson's probably my best friend. My most loyal my most loyal friend, honestly. Like if I'm gonna call someone and be like, like who is gonna be there for me and actually have my best interest, it would probably be him. And I probably have some people that are gonna be like, Wow, I know it's me. But dude, no, like seriously, this dude has just been here for me. Like if I'm tempted to do something, I call him and the same I mean he's called me it a goes bunch both of times. Ways, man. Like me and me and Caleb, dude, we, we go at it. We butt heads. We do. We did before this actually. <laughs> we do, but we can always come back together in this because we're mm-hmm. both rooted in this and mm-hmm. that's gonna keep us together because his love will conquer every single thing. Mm-hmm. But when we're outside of that, that's when things yeah. fall. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys know what the Bible project is. But uh, you can look it up on YouTube and learn some amazing things. It's just like a group of biblical scholars who have devoted their life to learning about the Bible. And mm-hmm. they talk about, one. they have a, a series on the divine council. The angels, mm-hmm. God, Satan, the fallen angels, demons, everything. And they, uh, they talk about specifically one thing that's stuck with me ever since I watched it. And it's, uh, uh, the Bible says you don't know when you're entertaining angels. And it also talks about more than likely you've met an angel in your life because they look like us. Right. They're here among Yo, us. Ooh, that's kind of freaky. I didn't even know and about that. So just <laughs> just look at it. Just, just look at it, learn about it, and read into the... That's what I was kind of thinking, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm not an angel. I, I'm far I'm, I'm far from a little under the Lord. So <laughs> that's, and that's, that's what the Bible says angels are. They're a little under God. And that's I, I'm far from that. Right. You know, I, I like to think I'm far from a little under the people around me. No, yeah, you are doing amazing, my brother. So, you are doing awesome. I I love what you're doing. And I, from the moment I met you, 
I, I met this dude like two days ago, like honestly. And no, we met like we met like four years. No, ago. no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. We met we met, at a, we met at a birthday party actually, but like I'm talking like actually connecting, like two days ago, and I immediately could tell. I was like, God has been working in this man's life, and God right, it's, and God it's has, off your brother. Just, yeah, it's just radiant. You just made me open up about my biggest insecurity. Like, I don't know. I never thought I'd do that. I always, I, I I told myself a while ago that. The thing that I want God to do most with me, the thing that I pray for, is for me to be a Christian comfort for those around me. And that's that's what I like to think that God is allowing me to do. Is like, is I notice like even in highways, like whenever people are talking, like they tend to like look at me, mm-hmm. and or like in conversation, like at work and stuff, and somebody's like poking fun at somebody, like they look to me for comfort. And I, I like to think your hair is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I put a lot of work into my hair. Yeah, <laughs> I like to. Uh, I like to try to be a Christian comfort mm-hmm. to think that like somebody can take what they fear most and they can tell me and trust that I won't take it any farther than mm-hmm. what they just said. Man, that's what we're called, dude. We're called to love, bro. And, and I see it in you, bro. More. And uh, dude, it's been real having you on here, man. And your story is unbelievable. We Keep thought, impacting people, man. Thought last, the thought the last one was the realest one. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> That's gonna be pretty real. We gonna real. get real and real and real. Hey. Yeah. But hey, man, uh, I'm I'm loving having you on here. It was so awesome having you. It was a pleasure to be here. It was fun, man. But anyone that wants to reach out to Dalton, uh, I don't know. I I didn't ask him, but I nah, guess he's comfortable. Ahead. I get. I'll, I'll, <laughs> he just said he's a Christian comfort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go I'll, ahead. I'll, you okay. know, I'll drop his Instagram uh, or uh, whatever. Yeah, whenever we post this, and if anyone wants to reach out to him or reach out to us, I mean, our tags are always on the page. Um, but just know that you have brothers in Christ here that are going to be here for you and that will love you no matter what you've been through in your life. You're not in it alone. Never. No. Peace, guys. Peace. Oh, my gosh, bro. 